Hello, and how are you today? I think we've got a short one for you today, but it's based on something rather interesting, which is so much of the time when it comes to your fitness, we think about things that we need to add to our plan. And today I want to talk about things that you need to take out. So thanks for being here and let me know what you think. Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I am honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. We had a conversation recently in our group coaching, and it was all about the fact that so much of creating a quote unquote fitness plan or weight loss plan or whatever it is, right, is based around adding things in. I need to do this and I need to do that until what happens is that we hit that tipping point. We've added in too many things and the whole thing comes to a big quick screeching halt. So what I was thinking is that why don't we look at some of the things that we should take away? It's pretty easy. And this list will be in the show notes too. So you don't need to uh, make notes right now, or you can, whatever, grab the one that you think is going to work best for you and apply it. So the first one is you want to start taking away the idea that the belief that more is better which is exactly what we're talking about here, right? It's so easy to fall into the, well, and I need to do this, and I need to add cardio five times a week, and I need to add high-intensity high training those other two days. And it's so easy to fall into the more, more, more is better, better, better. When a lot of times, if you simply are doing the right things for you, less is probably better. Because, I mean one of the things we know is that our bodies need to recover, right? So if we're doing more, 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 we are probably breaking down our bodies and not giving it time to recover. And it's not just about movement either. Sometimes the belief is more of mm, all of it. Like we just got to do more of everything and take that out. Try taking that one out. That's number one belief that more is always better. Number two is the belief that even if you don't like it, if it's boring, if it's no fun, you should still do it because it's important to get it done. I think that's baloney, quite frankly. I truly believe that if you're not enjoying what you're doing, if you're not having some fun, then it's not sustainable. That does not mean that everything I do is like, you know, unicorns and roses. It's not at all. But the majority, let's call it the 80% of what I do, needs to be something that I appreciate, I enjoy, um, that I find the value in, even if it's, maybe it's not like, oh my gosh, this is so brilliantly fun, but I know that it's leading to the fun down the road. So think about that. Like, if you're doing things that you find boring, you find that um, are tedious, and they're no fun, then see what you can do to change. So number two, get rid of the boring, get rid of the no fun. Number three is don't compare yourself to others. 
and the especially person you don't want to <laughs> I like that. That's some good English there, Kelly. <laughs> and the especially person you don't want to compare yourself to is who you used to be. I hear this so much. I used to XYZ. I used to weigh less. I used to be in better shape. I used to ride further on my bike. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter who you used to be. Who you really want to be is the best you can be right now and moving toward even a better version of yourself. When we catch ourselves always comparing ourselves to uh, other people, but really it's most people I work with, it's not that we're comparing ourselves to other people. We're not looking at Instagram going, oh my gosh, I don't have her, but whatever. We're really looking at ourselves and going, oh my gosh, I don't wear those size. Like someone said to me the other day, you know, I just can't fit in my size twos anymore. And she's a petite person. And my, my response was, well, maybe you shouldn't like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but she's a great shape right now. And a size two would probably make her frail. And she's not the kind of person who wants to be frail. I mean, she's, she's someone who's doing big things. So stop comparing yourself to the old you. So number four is don't consistently jump around from workout to workout to workout. Find something, give it a chance. You can, it's good to switch things up, okay? It's good to switch things up, but probably about every three months, not every two weeks. Um, sometimes I work with people and they're like, okay, I tried intermittent fasting and I didn't see any change. I'm like, okay, how long did you do it for? I, I did it for a week and a half. <laughs> Okay, um, maybe maybe give it a little bit longer if that's something that you want. Or I've had people say, you know, I tried yoga, but it's not working. How long is always my question. A couple of weeks. Give it a little time. So start looking at making sure that you're not just jumping from thing to thing to thing, unless you're doing that thing we've talked about in the past, which is the fitness flipping, where maybe you injure something and you need to change what you're doing so that maybe you injured an arm. So may, now it's time to focus on your legs a little bit more while that arm heals. That's different. I'm talking about just constantly moving and changing your workouts. Give them a little bit of time. Give our bodies three months to get used to it and really get good at it and then shake it up. Okay, number five, stop putting everyone and everything before you. Sorry, conversation happens all the time. This is probably the number one conversation that happens with uh, my clients is that we're busy and we're especially busy because we don't prioritize our health. So it's, it's thinking backwards, okay? When we prioritize our health, then we feel good. We have all the energy we need so that we can help everybody else. But when we don't prioritize ourselves and we're always putting, I don't care what it is, you name it, like walking the dogs to playing with the grandkids to running your multi-million dollar corporation, doesn't matter what it is. When you're always putting that in front and you're second, you'll never have the health and wellness you need to be able to keep doing it. Okay, so stop putting everyone and everything else in front of you. Prioritize yourself and your health, and then you'll have all the energy you need for what you want next. Uh, number, that's number five. Number six is, let me not say don't, but let me suggest don't work out, lose weight, get in shape for someone else. 
Okay. We know this, we all know it. And it's so hard not to do. Oh my gosh. You know, if I just lost that extra 10 pounds, maybe I would look better. Um, and I'd be more attractive to him or her. And maybe if I, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter what it is, but when we're doing something for ourselves, that's really for someone else, it never, it, we never have that, um, we never have that power behind us that comes from doing something because we want it, we love it, we're excited about it, we're ready for it. Those are the things that drive us forward. Doing something for someone else is kind of like a, uh, it's a little bit wishy-washy, right? Find the things that drive you and know that in doing that, everything else is going to work out. So number seven, the last one I've got is quit quitting. <laughs> Sorry, don't mean to be mean, but I get it all the time. I'll have somebody who um, works with me. She's doing amazing, right? She's just like kicking ass and taking names and doing all the things. And then she gets sidetracked, right? Life gets busy. Life gets busy for all of us. There's some sort of roadblock. We go traveling. We get, I don't know, we get the flu. Um, people come to visit, whatever, it doesn't matter what it is, throws us off our schedule. And then all of a sudden it's a month later and we've never gotten back on, on track. Our job is to consistently course correct so that we can always be feeling good so that we can always be doing those things that we want to do. And I've got a bonus one for you. And this is what really actually started this whole, this whole, podcast episode okay this whole live episode is that don't fall for the clickbait and that's this is what happened so i'm going through my email really quick and i see the subject line the subject line is do this take this one sip every evening before you go to sleep and you'll have a flat stomach in i don't know two hours i don't know what it was and i'm going to digress because i have to tell you a story real quick Years ago, I had a friend who had this little, um, little dash hound dog. <laughs> this story goes somewhere, trust me. So the dash hound dog, and he lived somewhere where they had these frogs that if dogs ate them, it didn't kill the dog, but it made the dog sick. And you know, if a dog ate it, their mouth would foam up and they'd be like sick to their stomach and they'd feel miserable. And this dash hound, he would catch the frog and you could see it, you could see it in his eyes. He'd be holding that frog in his mouth and you'd be like, don't do it, don't do it. And he'd be like, oh, I know I don't wanna do it. I know it's a bad idea. And he'd still bite the frog, right? <laughs> and quality, he would get sick to his stomach and he'd you know, make a mess and all that good stuff. So this is what I call, don't bite the frog. All right, when you see those clickbaits, when you see that email that says, you know, this wonderful thing's gonna happen for you, no, it's a frog, skip it. And don't go down that crazy hole, which I did, honestly and goodness. I not only read the email, then I clicked the link, then I read the sales page, and then I went, what am I doing? So quit falling for clickbait. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. All right. And these seven things will be in the show notes. And just let me know. Let me know what we missed that you think we ought to quit doing too and try taking a few things out instead of always trying to add more to your schedule. So thank you so much for being here. I will see you again next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.
Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.